Welcome to a message from Oasis Church. For more information about Oasis Church and how you can get connected, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy the message. Well, tonight I want to talk about moving forward. The law of progression. There's only one way to go in the kingdom, and that's a forward movement. God doesn't take pleasure in the Bible. You know, it's plain about this. He doesn't, he doesn't take pleasure in us drawing back. Why is that? Because He's provided everything for us through Christ Jesus. The price has been paid for us to march right on into the promised land. To every promise in the, in the book is for us. He died, paid the price for us to walk in it. Right. So there shouldn't, it's like I agree with Pastor Mark, there, we shouldn't be in no wilderness. Come on. The wilderness is just a, trans, it's, it's just a, a, a transition point. God never intended for the children of Israel to stay there. It was just a transition point for them to go into another level. So I'm talking about tonight is going to the next level. It's God is always he's he's more enthused about us going to the next level than what we are. He he he's way he he's a, he's in heaven. He's he's saying, "Come on, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I got more for you. My son has paid it all for you. It's there. Just go just go forward and just Take it. That's where faith comes in. We're to walk by faith and not by sight. If you go by the natural, you go by what you see, enemy will trip you up every time. Because he'll tell you it's not happening. He'll tell you it's not working. I don't care. Listen, obviously we want things to manifest. Obviously we want things to, to come. There is always a due season, right? But until you get to due season, you just got to keep walking by faith. It's a walk. It's a progression. It doesn't all happen at once. And that's how the world will look at this. Look, turn with me to uh, Mark chapter 4. Right. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 4. And then we'll go to um, Isaiah. But just um, real quick here. Uh, Mark chapter 4. Let's go to verse 27. And this, he's telling us the law. He's talking about here what a lot of ministers call it, the law of progression. Um, he's, he's telling us here how the kingdom operates. Mark 4, 20, uh, let's start with 26. And it reads, The kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground and should sleep by night and rise by day and the seed should sprout and grow, for he himself does not know how. For the earth yields crops by itself, first the blade, then the head, then after that the full grain in the head. But when the grain ripens, immediately he puts in the sickle, because why? Harvest has come. Amen. You notice that there are steps involved. First, there's the blade. 
it, it's not harvest time, is it? Then it talks about the ear, then the corn in the ear, then the full corn, then it ripens. It's all about stages. Saints, listen, you don't want to get discouraged just because you're in the middle of the process. It's written for our benefit. He's telling us exactly how the kingdom operates. When you came into the kingdom born again, <clears throat> child of God, you had to learn to grow, right? Spiritually, you had to learn. And a lot of that time, and a lot of times, and, and, and listen, God disciplines us by the word. But it's a process. It's a growing process. So I guess my point here is allow the process to follow through. Allow the process. Listen, it's, this our, the Bible talks about the steps of the righteous man, order of the Lord. It's steps. One step at a time. Because I know harvest is coming. So if I was, was going to draw, draw a diagram, it would be a... It, the, the diagram would show, show it like this, a forward movement going up. A forward movement going up the level after level after level. Spiritually. But there's times in the natural, listen to me, you, it may feel like you're doing this. But we don't walk by sight. You may think and you may see the results like this. But spiritually, if you're on the Word, doing the Word, it's always a forward, upward movement. Amen. 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 Now turn with me to, uh, let's, let's look at example of this. Turn with me to um, Genesis 26. This is Isaac. And God told Isaac not to go to Egypt like his dad, like Abraham, but to stay put, stay in the land, and sow. Now, now here's the thing about Isaac. Not everything came to pass <laughs> like that. We read it and sometimes we... I think we, we think, well, you guys hunter foe, and but actually he goes through a process, and let's read it. Verse 20, I'm sorry, uh, verse chapter 26, verse 12, and it says, Then Isaac sowed in that land and reaped. Notice it says, Isaac sowed in that land. Not any land. He listen, the Bible says if you're willing and obedient. You'll eat the good of the land. God told him to stay there at that land. Now, why would God tell him that? Abraham went to Egypt. You got to go where God tells you to go because that's where the blessing is at. It's not in anywhere else. It's in that land. When God told uh, Elijah, go down to the creek, 
Yeah. The blessing was at the creek. God had commanded the ravens to go to the creek. Now, if Elijah wouldn't have went to, the, to that place, that place, he would have missed the provision. He, if he would have went somewhere, somewhere else, then it's not there. Because the ravens are taking the provision over here. So what I'm saying, I'm saying it pays to be obedient to where God tells you. I heard, a, I heard a minister, an older minister say this one time. They asked him, what's, what's God's vision for you? What, what, what's your vision? And this guy thought about it. A seasoned minister, he thought about it. He said, you know what? I have no agenda. And this guy's, you would know if I say his name. I have no agenda other than to do what he tells me to do. That is my agenda. He said this, he said, if, you, if you will do what he tells you to do, you don't have to ask for the blessing. It's his plan. His plan's blessed. He goes, I just seek his plan. I seek what he tells me to do this day. And I thought, you know what? I'll incorporate that. That sounds pretty good. I just, I just do what he says to do. His plans are a whole lot better than my plans. If it's my plans, then I have to ask him. <laughs> and good luck with that, because it's not his plan. But if you just do what he says to do, you'll do good. And you'll eat good of the land. Amen. Hallelujah. And it goes on to say, because of his obedience, he reaped the same year a hundredfold, and the Lord blessed him because he was in God's plan. Now, verse 13, see, he's not done yet. The process isn't done. So you don't want to stop. You know what? God's never done. We don't stop. You know, I'm thinking of um, the children of Israel, I think it's in Deuteronomy chapter 1. God said, you've been at this mountain long enough? You, you, you've been here long enough? The question is, I don't want to get too far off, it's, did you stop or, did you, or were you in a rut and stopped? God's will for us not to stop. His will is to continue to break. The, he, I don't want to get too far off on that, but anyway, His will for us is to go on. A lot of times we say we stopped, or we're, a lot of times we say we're in a rut, and then actually we just stopped. Other words, I used to go to the gym, believe it or not. It work out. But you know what? I stopped. As you can tell. Well, why did, why did you stop? Because I thought I was going to die after the first 
session. The trainer had to come and look me up. And he told me, and listen to me, he told me, take it slow. Don't over, just take your progression. And I went in full blast. And, and I don't think I lasted 30 minutes. And I, I'm, and I may be, and that may be putting a little mustard on, I may be 20. I was so, I was dizzy. I thought I was going to throw up. I had to go in the locker room, lay down. He had to come in and check on me. And are you all right? Sure, I'm fine. I never went back. What happened? I wasn't stuck. I quit. Saints, we don't quit. Why? Because the work's been done. Now, you can get in a performance. You can be like the little hamster going around in the thing, you know, the wheel. Yes, we're to be doers. All right? But the work itself has been done. That's a whole other message. But, but anyway, so he's not stopping. Isaac or, yeah, Isaac isn't stopping. Verse 13, he says that the man began, began to prosper and continued prospering until he became very prosperous. You notice the procession, the progression there. He kept going up, up, up until he became very prosperous. Now, I'm going to read this. I think the King James has hit this right on, I mean, it, it, it hits it. In verse 13, it says, And the man waxed great. Now, that, that gives us a picture. The King James gives us a picture. It says he waxed. Now, you have to remember, back in this day, now, I know you're going to be surprised, but they had no flashlights. Yes, they had candles. Write that down, Joanne. They had candles. <laughs> And they would take wick, and they'd take a wick, and they'd dip it in the wax. I've seen this on Dr. Queen. I, I, I know this. <laughs> they'd dip it in wa this wax, and they'd pull it up, and then dip it in water to cool it. Then they'd dip it back in the wax again. And they'd keep going back and forth. It may take 100 times, depending how big you want the candle. But the, but the, uh, but the thing is, it's a process. Other words, it doesn't happen all at once. He waxed great. Other words, it was a process. It didn't happen just like that. Oh, he had it over and over until he waxed great. It's not like he won a lottery. It's a process in the kingdom of God. It's a process. And let me read on. King James says, and the man waxed great and went forward. The man did not stop. Saints, you don't put the, don't put the stop on. Take the stop off, take the brakes off, and go. God wants us to go. 
There's no such thing as slowing down. There is no... I told the Lord back in... Uh, before uh, Thanksgiving, going into this year, I, said, I, told, I, I made a commitment to the Lord. I'm not, I am not going to be passive. I'm not going to compromise. I'm, I'm going all out. Come on. And you're, you'll find some resistance. The enemy will try to resist, resist that. He doesn't want you going forward. He'll do everything he can to, 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 to halt your advancement in the kingdom. But he can't. Now he may hinder. He hindered Paul several times. He may hinder you, but you've got to have the mindset, I'm going forward. I, there is no compromise. I'm not going to be passive. It's like the woman with the issue of blood. I mean, she was down. She, she was down. I mean, it's, it, her last days, I believe. If you, But she heard about Jesus Hope. See, hope comes by hearing the word too. Hope comes from the scripture. Faith comes from the scripture, comes from a hearing and hearing by the word of God. She heard about Jesus. Hope came alive. And she has this mindset, this attitude. I'm not stopping until I touch the hem of his garment. That's the attitude, that aggressive attitude we're going to have to have. In these last days, the enemy's coming down hard. He knows his time's short. But saints, he's not a thing he can do about it. He just have to watch you go forward. And, the, you know, the Bible talks about God in heaven laughing. Yeah, God's laughing at him because he can't stop you. You're the body of Christ. You're anointed to go forth. You're anointed. Hallelujah. We're not anybody. We're somebody. Christ in you, the hope of glory. Man. Hallelujah. And he waxed great, went forward, and grew. That's not, that's, see, the emphasis is on moving forward. He went forward and grew until he became very great. Now, saints, this is a simple message. Very simple. It's about moving forward. It's about getting a mindset. You know, it talked about Jesus, how he set his face like a flint to do what? To go forward doing the Father's will. That's what it's all about. Not what we want to do. It's being going forward with that attitude, your face set like a flint. Nothing's going to, nothing's going to sidetrack me. Nothing's going to, I'm going for it all. I'm going for the prize. You know, Paul talked about that. Paul said one thing. I was talking, Joanna, I was talking about the other day. She can multitask. I mean, she can, I'm not, I'm, I'm just being honest. You know, she can, she can walk, talk, spit, and do her job at the same time. <laughs> and tell me what to do, too, at the same time. And I was doing something the other day, and I was having issues. I was trying to multitask, and I was told her, I, I, I can't do it. I can't multitask, and she knows that. But in, in reality, I'm more in line with the Word. Because Paul said just one thing, I do. I'm just saying, pray for my wife. She's multitasking way too much. 
And Paul just said just one thing. So that's why I incorporate in my life, I just do the one thing. Then, but here's the, then Paul says, the, the one thing I do, forgetting, I got that down pat too. Yep, there you go. I do the one thing, I do a lot of forgetting. But anyway, he says, I do want the one thing I do, forgetting those things. Come on, those things that are behind. Now, why would he say forgetting those things that are behind? Saints, don't allow your past history. Don't allow those things. I'm telling you, just by my own experience, they'll keep you going around the same mountain. It'll keep you in circles. And what's happened is the enemy will keep you going in a circle because he's got your mind set on something that happened a long time ago. It's under the blood. You just got to let it go. He is crafty. He brought something up the other day. And I thought, why in the world? That has to be from the enemy. No, I mean, I'm not even coming close to thinking of that. He, anyway, you got to let go of that. Come on, let go. Because if you don't, hear those things will rob your future. Because Paul goes on to say, reaching forth, come on, stretching forth for those things, the things that God has for us. They're ahead of us, but he says you're going to stretch forward. There's going to be some pushing, some pressing. It's going to take some effort. We have an adversary. But you've got to get the mindset, I'm, it, it all belongs to me. It's been bought and paid. It's mine. I'm going for all of it. That's the attitude. But he says, stretch. My brother was in him. That reminds me of my, bro- my younger brother um, ran cross country. And I think it was in a mile run or Maybe two miles. It wasn't real long, but anyway, he, he, him and this other guy was neck and neck, and they was going to the finish line, and he thought they, they finished identical. I mean, it's like they crossed the same time. But the other guy, a little more experienced, he stretched forth his chest like that, I guess. I don't know. Is, is that how they did it? Anyway, he went like this, and that's how, how he won just by stretching forth his chest. That's a, we're in a race. We're, and he says, stretch forth, make an effort. It's going to take an effort in these last days, saints. I mean, you can't, you know, I don't, I don't really listen to the news, but I, I, I kind of get the headlines and stuff. And it's just, you know, it's just like the same thing every day. It's like Pete and repeat, you know, it's just bad upon bad. I mean, you know, So we're in a, in this time in a time frame. We're going to, have to do some pushing. Come on, pushing. Amen. Now turn with me to Exodus, uh, chapter fourteen, and we'll read about Moses. Of course, we we pretty well know this story too. But it's like I said, it's a simple message. But I'm just. Reminding you, and you know it too, we're going to have to put effort in this, even more so. And in uh, Acts 14, 
Actually, let's go back up. Let's go up to 13. Let's go up to his speech. And it says, Moses said, to, uh, does say, uh, chapter 14, verse 13. Okay. And Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. The Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. And the, now, that's a great speech. Outstanding. I read, I've been, I did a lot of research on this over the years, and, I've, and some scholars say this. They say between the end of verse 14 and the beginning of verse 15, there is a gap. In other words, once Moses was done with his speech, there was silence. The only thing you could hear was the chariots, Pharaoh's chariots, and the, you know, the army behind them. In other words, nothing. Silence. Crickets. And I thought, well, let me think about that. He's asking God to intercede, to do something. And Jesus comes back, or not, the Lord comes back with this response. And it's not a happy response. You could tell the tone, okay? The tone of it is in verse 14, or 15, And the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go forward. Now think about that. Why do you cry to me? God, God you know, I, I'm, I'm putting my own interpretation on this, so you could, you know, some of this you could take or leave, but, you know, for God to get the glory they will have to continue to go on. When they stopped, God's not going God at that point, they're not, they're not in the position, the place they're supposed to be. They have stopped. God doesn't want us to stop. God has anointed Moses, <laughs> anointed him to be a deliverer of Israel, called him to do a job. And he stops. Other words, Moses, why don't you use what I gave you? Now think about that, of what I just said. Why don't you use what I gave you? What did he give him? Remember back in the burning bush when, 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 when the Lord's talking to Moses, giving him the assignment to deliver the children of Israel out of, out of Egypt. And Moses went on and, 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 and said, oh, I can't do that. Uh, who, who, who am I? Right? And so on, so on. And Jesus said this. He said, what's in your hand? Moses said, well, it's a, it's, it's a rod. 
And God said, well, throw the rod down. He throws the rod down, and what happens? It becomes a serpent. Then God tells, now see, now see there, there's all kinds of types and shadows, but that rod was his livelihood, right? It's his staff. He's a shepherd. So he throws the staff down. In other words, God's telling him to lay it all down. Lay it all down. Your livelihood, everything that you, these last 40 years, you've been a shepherd. Lay it all down before me. He did it. Now God says, pick it up. He picks it up and it turns back into a rod, right? But not any rod. Moses now calls it the rod of God. It's God's staff now. Now that staff represents a lot of things. It represents authority, power, and you'd also say it could rep, it is, could be, and I, I believe it is, a type of Jesus. So God's telling Moses, go forward, use what I gave you. Saints, we are to go forward, use what God has given us. He's given us His Word. Now look at this. In verse, well actually back to, and, and, and the Lord said to Moses, Why do you cry to me? Tell the people of Israel to go forward. But he says there in verse 16, but what's the first thing he says to do? But lift up your rod. Other words, the very first thing he points to is the staff. And what's he supposed to do with that staff? Raise the staff up. Saints, we got the word, the word of his power. We are to raise this up first. In other words, put the word in our heart, put it in our mouth, and go forth, holding fast our confession of faith. That's how we go forward. God has equipped us with weapons. The name of Jesus, the word, the word of his power, dunamis power. We're well able, saints, to go forward into this new trans. You know, he's telling Moses, I got, I got the promised land's over here. Now, all, now, this is what you're going to have to do. You're going to have to put this first. See? Then he said, stretch forth your hand. But first is this. And God splits, then the power of God splits the sea. And they went across. Now see, we see something like this. And um, turn with me to Joshua chapter 1. We kind of see this too. Joshua chapter 1. Say, I got to keep moving. There is no stopping. There is no, you know... <laughs> Joshua chapter 1. Now, this is a time, saints. You know, time, times of trans, trans, transitions are, for on, I'm talking about on the flesh, are not the easiest thing to do. 
I mean, we, we like things to be the same. We were just creatures of habit. We want things to be the same. We like to be comfortable, okay? The comfort zone. But there are times, saints, we're going, you're going to face, <clears throat> we all face it. We face times of disappointment, uh, loss of loved ones, uh, maybe on your job or you, relationships, whatever it may be. Th- there's going to be times of transition, and, and God doesn't want us stopping just because there's times of transitions in our life. He wants us to push on. Amen. And so we see here, Moses is, has passed on, and, you, you, and if you're like me, you'll catch that God had to encourage Joseph at least seven, eight, nine times about be, be, well, actually in verse, in verse 9, have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage? God, God had to say that, said that phrase over and over and over to Joshua. So evidently, Joshua was having a little bit of a hard time adjusting. You know, it's a big adjustment. Moses is gone, and now they're about to cross over to new, a new, this all new stuff, right? So God, in verse 8, gives him the key to success, right? We all know that, but let's go through it again. Verse 8, he says, This book of the law shall not depart from your mouth, but you shall meditate in it day and night, that you may observe to do according to all that's written in it. For then you shall make your way prosperous, and then you will have good success. Now, just back it up just a little bit to that word prosperous. Now, that word prosperous is good. And that's exactly what God's, God said, prosperous. But it, also, it can also mean, if you look this up in your Strong's Concordance, it also can mean to push forward. In other words, Moses, in other words Joshua, you, the word, you can put the word in your mouth, you, 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 in your heart, you meditate in it day and night, you observe to do all. But Joshua, you're also going to do this. You're going to have to push. Because your flesh, come on, there's times our flesh don't want to go over to the transition area. It don't want to go through that. It wants to stay in that area, in that comfort zone. But you're going to have to push yourself to get through that. He's telling Joshua, Joshua, you got my word. You're going to have to meditate in it day and night. Listen, and observe to do. But there's also going to have to be a pushing here. Because what I did for Moses, I'll do for you also. But listen, this, when you go my, this in my direction, uh, you're going to get your feet wet. Because what I did for Moses, I'll do for you, but it won't be exactly the same way. See, a lot of times we want things to be just predictable. You know, I do this and God do that. and Everything just be just really nice. You know, not messy. All the duckies in line, marching, 
quacking, having fun. But God will mess your comfort up. He will mess it up on purpose. He wants you to go forward. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. That's why he told Joshua, I'm not going to leave you. I'll be with you. All. No man's going to stand again. I'll be with you. There'll be no one that will be able to take you down. I'll be with you. Paraphrasing. That's Chuck's version. You know, it's kind of like Samuel had to go through a transition, right? Remember? Saul, God rejected Saul. And God, you know, the, the, the Lord finally had to say, well, Samuel, how long are you going to grieve? Dad, my dad would say, how long are you going to mope? How long are you going to mope about this? How long are you going to grieve about the loss? I rejected the guy. See, in a way, Samuel stops. Because his days, the days of agreement, the, the, the uh, mourning are over. He should be moving on. And God said, how long are you going to, come on, what, what, what's the deal here? See, God had, had new things for him to do, right? God tells, tells Samuel to get up, fill up, and go. Because he's got another king waiting in line to be anointed by Samuel. Mm -hmm. But staying in that, in that situation isn't helping. Anybody. And saints, anytime you stop, it's always affecting someone else. It's always... I'm, I'm thinking of... I'm thinking of... What is his name? Joseph. Joseph gets a word from God. He gets a dream, right? Mm -hmm. Everything's going to be smooth sailing now. Anytime you get illumination, buckle up. You'd be challenged. Now, he could have, I mean, he should have kept his mouth shut a little bit longer, but being a teenager, anyway... He has a dream, a word from God. So he's moving forward with the dream, right? What's the first thing that happens? Pit. Naturally, most of the time we would say this, what'd you do wrong? Did you, you must have really messed up. Joseph, what'd you do? Man, he, got, he must have gotten sin. He's just moving forward. See, that's, God didn't put him in a pit, but the enemy did. The work of the enemy put him in the pit. But what does he do? He just keeps moving on. See, the Bible says the Lord was with him, gave him favor. Everything, everywhere Joseph went, he had favor because, why? Because he kept moving forward. 
It may not look like he had favor. It may not look like to the Christian world. They would probably say, well, look at that. Look at that. That's embarrassing. I mean, if you compare Isaac with Joseph, I mean, it's like there's two opposites. One's going in this direction. Joseph's going in this direction. But they're both going forward. The only thing with Joseph is you don't see any manifestation. You just see the pit. You see him going, being sold as a slave. Then, then next thing, he's put into prison. That doesn't sound like a whole lot of fun. But he's moving forward spiritually. He's in prison. Then I think this is the hardest thing. Then the dude forgets about him. He, he told this one guy, you remember me. You, you, always, you remember me. The guy forgets him. That would be hard. But you know, there's not one indication of, of Joseph complaining, murmuring. He just keeps going forward. Just keeps going forward. Step after step, going into the pit, coming out of the pit, being sold. A woman tried to attack him. There's some things, you know, we're standing fighting. There's some things you flee. There ain't time to fight. It's time to go. But saints, he never gave up. He just kept going and kept going and kept going and kept going. until. So listen, the, the whole time, here's the process. The Word was working in him the whole time. I'm talking about Joseph and, and Isaac, but Joseph... The only thing really working, working, of course, God was giving me favor everywhere he went, into prison and all, but the Word was doing something to him. Don't underestimate the Word, the dunamis power of God working in you. It's getting him ready for what? It's getting him ready for the due season. It's maturing him perfecting him, testing him. By the time he gets to the prison and towards the end of that, the prison, he had, there's a breakout. Because he kept the word in him. There are certain things, you just got to walk it out. But the point is, God had to get him mature enough, ready enough to handle the harvest, Right? When harvest came, he was ready. He was only, listen, at, at the age of 30, he's second in command. I say that's pretty good. Thank God he continued to go forward. Thank God he didn't give up. There is always a harvest. If you hold fast, come on, and not let go. God is faithful to His Word, saints. He is faithful, and He's rooting you on. He wants you to succeed more than you do. I, don't, I think a lot of times we just don't, I don't think we really got a revelation of that. He, 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 well, the Bible says He takes pleasure in your prosperity. He takes pleasure in you going forward, even though there's times when you're going to have to push. I mean, come on, you, 
Things don't go your way. It's easy to say, well, I gave, I gave it. I, you know, I, I tried. It's not about trying. It's about moving forward. In, in, is Christ in you the hope of glory? You've got the greater one on the inside of you. You've got the, all these weapons we have. The Bible, you know, God wants to do. Let me close. I got to close. God wants to do the Ephesians 3.20, right? The exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according, according to what? According to the power that works in us. There's a power at work in you right now, saints. It's the Word of God. It's the Holy Spirit working with the Word on the inside of you, bringing about the harvest. It all begins. You know, I hear, you know, we hear these phrases, you know, you know, and, and he does. God fights your battles, but you better show up. You better have the word in your mouth. Don't expect God to do something you're not, you're doing your thing. Because he's working, saints. If, if we'll keep the word in us, in our hearts, in our mouth, and, and continue to move, and there's times, saints, you're going to have to push. You're going to have to push. You know, we had four kids, and I told Joanne every time, you're going to have to push. Push, honey, push. I told her at that fourth one, I said, that's it. I'm done done with the pushing. Four, no more. We had a little bath, and I'll tell you what, that was it. But actually, the first one about did me in. The first one, uh, it, it was close to midnight hour. And I was standing up and I was, you know, I was trying to do all I can to help my, help my wife. And the doctor said, you better sit down, son. You better sit down. I guess it looked like I was going to faint or something. I don't know. Say this, I'm moving. I'm, moving. I'm not quitting. I'm, not I'm moving on. Hallelujah. Stand up giving praise. Amen. That concludes today's message. For more information about Oasis Church, please visit MyOasisChurch.com. Thanks for listening.